0: Every time I think of the ruling class in Washington, D.C., this song from 1971 comes to mind. G.O.C., tribes and thieves, we hear it from the people of the town, they call us G.O.C., tribes and thieves. But every night all the men would come around and lay their money down. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Got a few examples of how those in authority, whether elected or appointed, believe they can just lie to you without any consequence, without any conscience, without any remorse. They just knowingly will stare you in the face looked at a congressman or a senator in a hearing and refused to answer a question, like, how dare you ask me a question? I mean, who do you think you are, representative of the people? And the people have no right to know. We talked about that yesterday a bit in the program. I wanna share some of those examples today and some other things that you need to be observing to really understand how the noose, so to speak, is tightening around how you and I can function in supposedly a free society. It gets less free with each passing year. Your rights get eroded with each passing year. By the way, I meant to mention this yesterday on the program, I had it in my notes on my desk, but if you could see my desk, all the paper that I'm dealing with, with the church project and papers that need to be done and uh, bank accounts that need to be open and all the things that come with starting a project of this magnitude, it got shuffled off to the side and I didn't notice it until well after the program was produced and so I put it at the top of the stack for today. This past Saturday, the 22nd of April you may have missed it and if you did don't feel bad because i'd rather miss it the 22nd of april was officially earth day that's right earth day and if you took any time to make a little visit to their website it has this video entitled invest in our planet And in that little short, oh, I don't know, 15, 20, 30-second video that kind of uh, repeats itself, it's showing windmills, solar panels, and all the things to invest in our planet. And somebody instructing people in front of a, you know, like a whiteboard, looks like a transgendered whatever, you can't figure it out. I guess they want to be woke as well. And we're, we're supposed to invest in our planet, save the earth, save the planet, keep the icebergs, and, and and people wearing face diapers outdoors. I mean, every virtue signaling woke cause in a matter of seconds, how we need to mobilize, renewables, and, and all this stuff, we need to invest in our planet Today or the planet will be dead tomorrow. And so I'm thinking to myself, the first Earth Day, and I remember it, 1970, I was just getting ready to get into the radio business, and I had an opportunity to take a tape recorder out to a a park in our in our community where they had all these Earth Day festivities. They had like a, you know, a rock and roll band. They had speakers on, on how we can save our planet from pollution and destruction. And if we don't do something today in 1970, by the late 1970s, the planet will be frozen over. We will be a frozen globe because of mankind. And if we want to avoid freezing to death, we need to act today. I guess we must have done well because then it swung over to global warming <laughs> by, by sometime in the 19, late 70s or 80s when every prediction of doom and gloom and freezing over didn't materialize. And somebody realized, you know, it's getting a little warmer. I can remember by that time in the later 1970s, I was living in Georgia, and I was actually living in Toccoa, Georgia, and I can remember back in those days in nearby North Carolina and up in the Georgia mountains and even into East Tennessee, snow skiing was a big deal and had been for a while. And as the temperatures warmed just a little bit, many of these skiing resorts like Sky Valley, place that I know quite well, Scaly Mountain and others, well, they went. They, they couldn't keep up with the snow. And so they became other things. Sky Valley became a golfing community. And I can remember the first time I ever drove to Sky Valley, and it's got to be probably in 1976 my wife and i are on the way up there and we needed to get some directions this is long before the internet and gps and i had like a little you know union 76 road map or something and i wasn't sure about one of these roads and we're coming into a community i think it was mountain city And I wanted to make sure that the road I need to turn off on is not far ahead. And I I just asked, you know, where's the turn off to Sky Valley? And and this old guy looks at me in this little general store, goes, y'all going skiing? I said, no, no, we're just going to go up to visit the facility. Yeah, I wouldn't get too involved in skiing up there because, you know, I don't know why those, those people from Atlanta thought they could build a ski resort in Sky Valley and he's explaining that, gee, many, many years ago it was a lot warmer. You never had snow up there but it was only in recent years that you had sustainable snow during the winter time in Sky Valley. And he said, you know, give it a little time and when they don't have any snow what are they going to do? Well, I know what they they did. They turned it into a golf resort with a country club. And the same thing happened to a lot of ski resorts. Now, ever since the 1990s, all we heard was global warming, global warming, the earth catching on fire, turning into a great big ball of fire. We're all going to die. Man-made, all man-made, nothing natural here. Even though the evidence shows that a 1,000 years ago, 1,500 years ago, two and 3,000 years ago, we had periods of warmth and periods of cold. It cycles back and forth, up and down. I can remember living in Long Island in the 60s. And even in the summertime, after a hot day, it was cool in the evenings. But that, too, disappeared after a while. And got warm at night and more humid. And some of the old timers that remember the 1920s and 1930s would tell you that back then it was very warm in that part of Long Island. And it gotten cooler. We fail to recognize cycles. But those that want to enslave you, control you, dominate you, and steal from you will threaten you to believing that we need climate justice, climate equity, and every other term that goes with it. And they will willingly lie to you. Now, real quick, I shared this little audio clip yesterday and I'm gonna share it again, make a couple of remarks and I'm to move on to some of the other liars that we find in Washington, D.C. Now, this came from a congressional hearing And this panel of these climate experts, the ones that are telling us all about the gloom and doom and destruction and the burning of the earth and the melting of the polar caps, the flooding of New York City, which, by the way, was supposed to have already happened years ago, and Florida years ago, and nothing has changed. It's all been a pile of manure. Nonsense and lies. You know, I have a list of a hundred major scientific predictions of gloom and doom that should have already happened by now. I mean, in the last year or two or three or 10 years or 20. And the one thing they all have in common, none of them have ever become true. It's all been one big lie. And yet they keep screaming the lie louder and longer and harder and And they beat it into your child to save the planet, turning them all into little Greta Thunbergs out there, you've stolen my childhood, and all the nonsense that goes with it. And they teach them these terms like sustainable, renewable, save the planet, invest in the planet. Get rid of all fossil fuel. We need to get rid of some of the old fossils in Congress and the Senate of the United States like Blumenthal and other, and other reprobate morons and buffoons and basically communists at heart that want to control you. Blumenthal should be thrown out of the Senate for stolen valor, claiming status in Vietnam he never had. The man is a disgrace. The man is disgusting. The man is evil to the core. He's a fake and a phony and a fraud. But the people in Connecticut stupidly keep voting that sorry clown into office. Why? Why do they think he needs to be there? What has he really done for the United States but be part of its destruction, part of its dismantling, part of its robbing you of freedom, Part of you, part of him bringing this this cultish worship of the earth and cultish sacrifice of young children and abortion and transgenderism and all that goes with it, every evil thing that is plaguing our planet, he endorses and he's all for and he's a part of. And he will find himself separated eternally from God unless he repents. And so we worship the planet. And the experts can't even answer the most simple question. What is the most evil thing? Carbon, carbon dioxide, CO2. We must eliminate CO2. We are suffocating in CO2. We're burning alive in CO2. And so this congressman, who happens to be a small farmer, Pose this very simple question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.
1: <laughs> Panelists, let me just go right down the line real fast. What percent of our atmosphere is CO two? Take your best guess. You don't have to be accurate. All down the line. Repeat that question. What percent of our atmosphere is CO2, carbon dioxide? Wild guess. It's okay. I'll buy 5%. five percent. Five? I'll just follow you then.
2: We'll <laughs> seven. That's my favorite number.
1: I'll see their five and um, suggest that we know that transportation causes 49% of CO2, so that's why we're all working on yeah. energy transition. All right. So what number do you think it is? Yeah, five. Five? How about you? I didn't hear you, Mr. No. Dreyer. Seven. Seven. Did you have one, uh, Mr. Boyd? So we got a five, seven, uh... <laughs> The price is right. Eight. I'm going to get the high end. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I don't mean to put you on ice. I ask a lot of people that because all we hear is climate change, climate change, CO2, CO2. I heard a couple of you on the panel saying you're looking to change your vehicles to electric, even though we don't have the electric grid. And me as a farmer, I wouldn't be real happy about running out and replacing $300,000, $500,000, $1,000,000, pieces of equipment because someone wants, someone wants it to be electric. The answer is 0.04 percent, not one percent, not a half of a percent. It's 0.04 percent, and it's gone up from 0.03 over the last couple decades. This is what we're being all contorted into doing: is this tiny change in CO2. If we go, if we get below 0.02, plant life starts
0: dying off. Now remember, the panel that was being questioned in this congressional hearing are the experts on climate, the ones deciding how you can live, whether you can have a gas stove, how big your house could be, what kind of car or truck you're allowed to drive. I mean, it should be electric, shouldn't it? Even though our electric grid as it stands today is 100% incapable of sustaining everybody switching to an electric car. California, nothing is being done to plan for any additional infrastructure to deliver power. Oh, they're planning to have all these charging stations, but what are they going to connect the charging stations to? A failing, dying, aging power grid. Right now, power is such a problem in California... Because of government stupidity, nothing more, nothing less, government intervention, government inaction, government impediment, like I say, government buffoonery with the biggest buffoon governor in the entire nation, Gavin Shiny Teeth Newsom, who's running around the country. I saw a great story. He's running around the country criticizing every state and talking about how great his is, while his is turning into a a hellhole and a cesspool, full of drug users, fecal material on the streets and in major cities, and he's got he's the expert on climate and how to live, and so we're told we need to be sustainable, we need to vote for the earth, we need to change our politics, we need to get rid of our gas stoves, and on and on it goes. Need to eat bugs, need to get rid of beef, need to get rid of farming. You know, that nitrogen we're using for fertilizer, that natural stuff, you know, it's killing the planet. Ice core samples taken over the years are showing something our co2 level on this planet is cycled up and down in a small pattern a nice little oscillation up and down and as that farmer said when co2 gets below 0.02 plants begin to die you cannot farm you cannot have life remember plant life and the trees that we value by the way earth they want more trees well You're going to suffocate them if you keep getting rid of carbon dioxide. They breathe carbon dioxide and give off oxygen. It's a natural cycle that God intended. And they can't seem to get that through their heads. So every major climate change, disaster, gloom and doom prediction of death and destruction, famine and what have you, since 1970, have all failed. And yet we're supposed to believe they know they got it right for 2054 now when I turn 100 or 2070 or 2100. they haven't. If we don't do something now, it'll all be over. You've lied to me for 53 years. What, may, what makes you think I'm going to believe you today? I know you've gotten into the schools and to the kids and have lied to them. And it made them fearful of the destruction of this planet because of mommy and daddy and their SUV car. And polar bears are dying. All a big fat lie. And these so-called experts that know very little about what their task at hand is. And you have the interplanetary climate nonsense out of the United Nations. Follow the money if you're a university and you're already woke and into all the weirdness anyway, the idea of getting millions of dollars to keep up the lie, you'll take the money in a heartbeat because you're already lying about everything else. Why not lie about climate? You're lying about gender. You're lying about freedom. You're lying about everything. You might as well continue to be a liar and lie about the climate too. Public schools are sewers. They're intellectual sewers. They're indoctrination centers. And increasingly, they're run by perverts and child molesters and teachers that want to have sex with your kids. Yeah, those stories come out every week. Liars. And the lies that they tell. And they don't even care if it's under oath. Because they know nobody's going to touch them. They know they'll get away with it. They've signed on to be liars and they're well paid for it. One of the worst, and there are a lot of really bad ones, but the one that just gets me the most is D.H. Secretary, Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. He will get before the Congress, before the Senate, before reporters, before any group, and that man, nothing but lies, flows out of his filthy mouth. And when he's asked a direct question, he will never answer it because he knows he never will be held accountable. Here's a, here's a good example of uh, Majorca's doing what I call the Texas Two-Step he's doing it with, with Senator Ted Cruz. Good morning,
2: Secretary Mayorkas. Good morning. Is there a crisis at our southern border?
0: Senator, uh,
3: there is
2: a very significant... That, that's a yes or no question. There is a very significant... Is there a crisis?
3: Senator, there is a very significant challenge... I think your microphone is not on. There is a very significant challenge that we are facing... Yes or no, at the is there border. a crisis? I believe I've addressed that question, So Senator. you're refusing to answer? Senator... Uh, there is a very significant challenge and we will are you answer if there's a crisis therefore we are dedicating the resources. okay so you're
2: refusing we- to answer well secretary Mayorkas I'll tell you someone who is willing to answer which is your and President Biden's chief of the Border Patrol in a sworn deposition in July of 2022 when asked would you agree chief Ortiz that the southern border is currently in crisis answer yes Notice none of those wiggle words, none of that equivocation, one word, one syllable, yes. Are you willing to speak with the same clarity as Chief Ortiz? Is there a crisis at our southern border? Yes or no?
3: Senator, I'm very proud to work alongside so you refuse to answer.
2: Let me ask you the next question. Has the crisis at our southern border made Americans less safe? Yes or no?
3: Senator, we are dedicated to the safety Has and the crisis made Americans less safe?
2: I don't. Individual. I don't want a, a discourse. It's a yes or no question.
3: Senator, we have a challenge of- You refuse to
2: answer the question. Not- Mr. Secretary, let me show you how someone doing his job answers a question in a straightforward manner. Chief Ortiz. Is the crisis that is currently ongoing at the southern border making the border less safe for Americans and aliens alike? Answer, yes, one word, one syllable, three letters. That's how someone answers a question and does their job. You're being a politician misleading the American people. Let me give you a chance again. Will you show the same integrity Chief Ortiz shows? Is the crisis at the southern border making Americans less
3: safe, yes or no? Senator, we have 260,000 You refuse to answer daddy. the question. Let's move on. Now, let's be honest.
0: Those were simple and very fair questions, regardless of your political persuasion. And the Secretary of Homeland Security absolutely does not want to answer Because if he gives an honest answer, it shows he's an incompetent buffoon that shouldn't be in that job. There's no doubt about it There's no questioning this It's not up for debate We have 3 to 5 million people That have walked into the United States Illegally Broken federal law They shouldn't be here They've lied to get here Even people from other nations like China Are showing up And nobody seems to know anything about anything I mean, it is crazy. The Chinese are sending fentanyl across our border via Mexico. And how many hundreds of people a day are dying? It's like a major plane crash or two every day of the week. Do you think of aircraft were falling out of the sky, killing 300 people a day? You think we would ignore it and just let it continue? But Mayorkas, he could care less because his conscience is seared and his heart is stone. He's unfit for that job. Speaking of fentanyl, you may not like Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, and that's okay. But she did raise some interesting questions and ask the secretary to answer And once again, this reprobate liar refuses to answer a question, which to me, when you don't answer a question, you are lying. You are trying to bury the truth. And anytime you bury the truth, you are bearing false witness and you are a liar. And in the case of Mayorkas... He should be impeached, but you'll never get that to happen in D.C., not in today's environment. But here's a little bit of that short exchange with Marjorie Taylor Greene. In
2: my district, people die nearly every single day from fentanyl. And I want to know from you, how many more people do we have to watch die every single day in America? How many more young people do we have to see die? How many more teenagers, how many more parents cry themselves to sleep at night if they can even sleep because their child overdosed on fentanyl? How long are you going to continue this outrage, complete outrage, where China is poisoning America's children, poisoning our teenagers, poisoning our young people? How long are you going to let this go on?
3: Congresswoman, let me assure you that we're not letting it go on. We are fighting this. No, I
2: reclaim my time. You're a liar. You are letting this go on, and the numbers prove it.
0: I still stand amazed, well, maybe I shouldn't be, that this man was ever made the Secretary of Homeland Security. I, I am just beside myself. This man is systematically working long overtime hours to destroy the United States from within. It is not that he's just an incompetent. It's not that he's unable to do his job. He can do his job. He's doing the job he's been told to do. And that job is to allow millions of people across the border. No questions asked. Get them here, and we'll get them all over the United States. And we will change the politics of this nation by making these people voters. We will destroy the middle class. We will make it hard for children to want to have children as they get older. We will change the landscape of the United States into the evil nation we desire it to be. A nation that serves an elite class on a global basis. We will control your currency. We will control what you can eat, how you live, how you can go from point A to point B. And we really don't care what it does to you. We only care what it does for us, the elites. And Mayorkas, who should resign if he had, if the man had even 1% decency in his body, he'd resign in disgrace. But he can't do it. Reprobates can never face the truth. Reprobates will do what reprobates do until the day they die and stand before God in judgment. One more little exchange, and then we'll go on to our break, and then I've got some other stories to share on the other side about liars and lies, misinformation And how you can't even trust many that call themselves conservatives. We've been talking about that a lot of late. This is Josh Hawley from Missouri. Once again, talking to Secretary Mayorkas. And talking about this wonderful new telephone app that illegal immigrants can use before they even get to the United States which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of. Number one, these poor, impoverished people, where are they getting Nike shoes and iPhones? I'm still trying to understand how these impoverished people that are seeking asylum have things that even I can't afford. But listen to this brief exchange. And so we can kind of cut to the chase. Myarcus has been asked about this app and he's not answering any direct question he's evading it and so we're going to kind of pick up with mayorkas's answer and the
3: follow-up questions, Senator. This was led by U.S. Customs and Border Protection, our technical experts within the agency, and I certainly will get an answer to your question whether outside consultants were utilized. Who you don't in the know. development process. You don't know. May I may I explain to you, since you have a misunderstanding of the program, what it is and the impact, the positive impact it has had on encounters of these four populations in between. I
4: just want to know why it is that you are allowing people to come to this border, to make appointments, to not be interviewed, and then how many have just been released? Is it true, by the way, as the Texas Monthly reports, that they're simply released into the country on official parole? And get this, they're not given, according to their reporting, Any kind of follow-up. Their court dates are in immigration courts, Texas Monthly reports, not even necessarily asylum trials. They're often general deportation hearings where defendants can make arguments for remaining in the country. Is that true?
3: That is um, a completely uh, mistaken understanding of how the immigration process works. That language is completely confusing and erroneous.
4: (laughs) It is confusing. What's confusing is why anybody would think that an app like this To allow illegal immigrants to literally reserve a time to come to the border and then be ushered in without an interview without follow-up without tracking is stunning it's absolutely stunning let me ask you in my very short time remaining something else about chinese nationals i've I've only got a minute left that is false let let me ask you about about the, the chinese nationals who we all saw coming over the border busloads of them and then being released in the American interior. What's the what's the percentage increase of Chinese nationals who crossed the border this year, Mr. Secretary? Let's just focus on maybe the Rio Grande uh, Valley sector. The
3: number of the no, the number of Chinese nationals encountered at our southern border uh, has increased significantly.
4: Do you know how much? Over
3: the past I don't have the precise but I do.
4: It's not it's 900% just in the Rio Grande Valley sector. Are any of Are any of these people who came in this bus, these Chinese nationals,
3: members of the Chinese Communist Party? Um, Senator, if an individual presents a national security or public safety threat, we detain them during the pendency of their— But
4: that's not what I asked. I asked if they're members of the CCP.
3: During the pendency of their removal proceedings. Are are
4: any of these individuals members of the CCP? I think there's about 70 who came on this bus.
3: If indeed they are determined to be a national security threat or a threat to public safety, we detain them— Pending their removal proceedings, were
4: any of these individuals detained, or were they released into the, I don't, the country? I don't
3: have uh, awareness of that particular group of individuals. Um,
4: and so you don't know sure if any of them prefer- were members of the CCP, or actually, you do know, you just won't say.
3: I, I don't know from the photograph, Senator, to whom. But you surely were you
4: know on. about the folks who you, you've read this report. You're the Secretary of Homeland Security. You're aware of these individuals. Were any of them members of the
3: Chinese Communist Party coming into this country? Senator, you're providing me with a group of individuals without names, identities, or... So you're not
4: familiar with this incident that was widely reported on at the southern border? Don't you think it's strange that we have busloads of Chinese nationals coming across our southern border? I'm asking you, from a hostile country, I'm asking you if they're members of the Chinese Communist Party. And you won't. You don't know, apparently, you won't say.
3: Senator, we are very focused. Uh, on oh. all things with respect to the People's Republic of But China. you don't
4: know any of the details. I plead exhaustion, Mr. Secretary. You have exhausted me, you have exhausted this panel, you have exhausted the patience of the American people. You should resign.
0: And I couldn't agree more. Secretary Mayorkas is a disgrace to his position, a disgrace to our nation, a disgrace to truth, a disgrace to honor, a disgrace to integrity, He's nothing more than a political animal with no moral fiber, no conscience, nothing good inside of him anymore. It's been rotted out by power. And he's not alone. We have an administration full of people like that, including the Attorney General of the United States, another liar, another evil reprobate individual Who is not worthy of the position to which he is holding, unfit to serve. He has lied, he has weaponized the Justice Department for political and very nefarious and evil purposes. The problem is, there's no conservative backbone of any consequence in DC. So nobody's ever going to get rid of them until there's a change in the administration. I don't think there's enough Republicans with backbone in the Senate to even follow through on an impeachment of any of these clowns. The swamp runs deep and the swamp protects their own. And the swamp wants you to live in a lie. Now we're gonna pick up this theme and some other stories on the other side right now we are at the end of the month just about of april hard to believe yeah speaking of climate change why do we have temperatures in the 30s here in virginia and it's springtime yeah global warming oh no 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 bob it's climate change now because global warming is a lie do you believe in this work that we're doing and trying to get the truth out would you consider giving it your financial support we need it if you want to keep this radio program going your gift is essential. Consider writing a check made payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and mailing it to Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia, C H I L H O W I E. Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. That's Post Office Box 510, Shilhowee, Virginia, 24319.
5: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. In and out of the garden. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. Receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Well, this is, this is going to be deep. If you're driving, you might want to kind of pull over just to soak this in. It says they took Jesus, Yeshua, Messiah, out of the Garden of Gethsemane. They took him away. They took him away. Why? Well, something deeper and deeper. You see, it says in Genesis, when man was created, you know, on the sixth day, it says, God took man and put him into the garden. It was the sixth day when God took man into the garden. The word took in Hebrew, "lakach" can mean took can mean also seize can also mean purchase can also mean a, a lot of things, judgment carry away. Well, the sixth day on the sixth day, God took man and put him in a garden. Well, on the sixth day of the week, when, when did this happen? When there was the sun went down on Thursday night in Hebrew, that's the beginning of the sixth day. So on the sixth day, When God had brought man into the garden to bless him, on the sixth day, man brought God out of the garden of Gethsemane and to curse him. On the sixth day, God brought man into a garden to make him rejoice. On the sixth day, man brought God out of the garden to make him suffer. On the sixth day, God brought man into a garden to live. On the sixth day, man brought God out of a garden to die. Oh, how precious is the love of God. Let us live in light of that. God loved you so much he was taken out of a garden of life that you might be brought into a garden of blessing to live. Want more? Ask for the Sixth Day Revelation Mystery on CD. Now, how would like to receive something so awesome it's been hidden for 2,000 years, never revealed as far as we know. The awesome mystery of the temple door is more of this. You'll love it. And it's on CD and it's our gift to you. Plus, Sapphire's guaranteed to help you become strong and victorious in God, a free gift subscription. How do you get all this free? Easy. Just write down the real name of Jesus, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now. 1-800-Y-E-S-H-U-A-1 I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient people the Jewish people and all the unreached peoples on in the world through shortwave Radio it's amazing the farthest way you can ever spread the gospel just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 it's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1 or write me direct at box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey 07644 it's box 1111 Lodi, New Jersey 07644 or visit us at World. Com. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend, and Messiah. Or HaOlam, the light of the world.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now this week, just a little bit of what's going on in the background. This week is a very, very, very busy week at the church building. Now my wife and I have been putting in more hours than I really thought we'd be able to do, but we've been finding the strength, painting, repairing fixing cleaning all that's involved with getting this church back in shape and there's a set of bathrooms that are going to be thoroughly demolished out on Wednesday and Thursday and rebuilt it, it it became clear to me it's a it's a nice building it's not all that bad but bathrooms don't just become dated they can become problematic and and as I looked into these carefully they were and so last week my wife and I visited a place to look at getting the flooring repaired because it needed it I'm looking at the aging sinks and other things And, and and also to be you know more compliant for today and shall we say more user-friendly we made the decision we need to go ahead and make these changes now Um, it was an expense we really didn't anticipate but it's not all that outrageous especially when you've got my wife myself and my son-in-law and daughter doing the labor and so we are just excited that we're getting closer I mentioned we have this one service coming up this weekend. It's a private affair for a a small group coming for an ordination for a young man that's gonna be traveling overseas uh, in early June. And I was asked if I would consider doing this, and we said yes. And I thought the building would be easier to get done. It'll be done enough for this. And then we have a lot more work to get into Uh, as we go into the month of May, with a target date, and it looks like we'll make it, a target date of May 28th for this church to be open to the public. We hope that we'll be able to at least have audio live and also on demand. And very shortly thereafter, we'll be adding video. This church, if you don't have one, could at least be a stopgap It could be a hub to help you organize a church even in your own community. I believe the pandemic taught us a few things. That churches got shut down more so than any other business. Liquor stores and marijuana stores remained open. Churches were shut down in many cities. That shows you Priority of the governments or the governments we have in this nation and how they feel about people of faith. Frankly, they don't want to be bothered with people of faith. Many governments go out of their way to make life more miserable for Christians if they can do it. And that's you can say that's not true, but the evidence is against you. Now we've talked about the lies of climate change we've been hearing for 50 some odd years, 50 years of gloom and doom. I've heard for 50 years we have 10 years left. 50 years I've been hearing that. And they keep having to move the goalpost and the target. Why? Because they're making this stuff up as they go along. It all sounds good. They get all these committees together You know, one term, here's a term that I really have come to despise, scientific consensus. There may have been a time that I would have leaned in that direction, but not any longer. You know, back in Galileo's time, the um, scientific consensus was the world is flat. And anybody going against that consensus needed to be censored, shut up, or even put to death. We're no different today with scientific consensus. How many lies did we have to deal with over COVID? COVID treatments, COVID tests, where it came from, gain of function. How many lies did we have to endure? How many people had their lives destroyed, careers ruined because of consensus? consensus today is follow the government money. There are scientists at universities, in health organizations, peer-reviewed study groups that have sold their miserable souls for money, and they lied to you to keep their jobs, their grants, and positions. That's the world in which we live. So when people talk about always go with the consensus, no, I'm not. There's been a lot of consensus out there of late that has been wrong. So I'm going to question until I can see some actual, factual, verifiable data. And you should do the same. One of the things that I've been reading about And it's one of these areas that I'm afraid to sometimes talk about because I don't want to be misunderstood in why I'm I'm talking about these things. One of the hot-button issues for some people, if you challenge the current narrative in any shape, manner, or form on what is going on in Ukraine— You get people cursing, angry, and screaming at you. People that know very little about the history, they only know the little bit they've been told by some talking head that they trust, or it fits their politics. Now, one of the things that has been disturbing to me is how this narrative has been made so simplified when everything about that region of the world has been very complex for a very long time. There's an article that came out recently, and it was entitled, After the Ukraine Document Leak, Mainstream Media is Missing the Story. Now, you've probably heard the story about this 21-year-old Air National Guardsman that somehow had access to all this written top-secret classified stuff about Ukraine. Now, I find that story on the surface unbelievable and a big pile of manure. I just have a hard time believing that some 21-year-old National Air Guardsman from Massachusetts had all this inside intelligence, all top-secret, and he put it out there, what was that, um, I'm trying to remember the video gaming site, but that's where it all ended up. And you had the Washington Post and the New York Times hunting this guy down, and he even knew who it was before the FBI got him. I, I'm having a hard time believing this story is completely true. We have a president that claims we do not have boots on the ground, but we really do in Ukraine. We keep throwing money at it. It's a proxy war. We're told a lot of things about Ukraine that are simply not true. We are led to believe that the former R-rated comedian, B-rated movie actor, is somehow the savior of the world and Ukraine. And under his leadership, Ukraine winning war. Putin bad, Ukraine good. Send money. And I I had this conversation before, and boy, it triggered a lot of response from a few people that went ballistic. In bed, you know that he tried to steal the 2016 election and uh, go on and on it goes and, and what is disturbing about a lot of this is that we are so concerned about somebody leaked something but not what was leaked because see here's the problem the information that was leaked if it is true follow me on this if this information that was leaked, that was top secret, was true, that proves the Biden administration, the Pentagon, and many politicians have been lying to you. They've just been lying. Now, this young serviceman's life is ruined under the justification that he revealed true things about his government. And people don't think, they don't pay enough attention to how crazy this sounds. The truth gets out, we discover we're being lied to, and we're gonna go get the guy that exposed the truth. Well, that's how this reprobate government works they lie, they get exposed, they come after those that expose them. Even with whistleblowers, with Hunter Biden's laptop, and knows the crimes that have been committed. They try to go after those that expose the truth. They want you to continue to believe the lie. There's a lot of information that is classified only to protect political security, not national security. And so we're finding out that maybe Ukraine is not winning that war. We're finding out that seven times the number of people die in combat on the Ukraine side than the Russian side. That Russia has not really released or used all their weaponry. All this money in tanks we've promised are not going to arrive for a long time. And we're just being, you know, fed a line of nonsense. And everybody seems to run over there. You know, it wasn't long ago. The Treasury Secretary, Yelton, you know, she's she's a piece of work. Bragging about how many more millions of dollars go to Ukraine, but they can't find a penny for East Palestine, Ohio. Biden goes to Ukraine, but not East Palestine. There's something wrong with what's going on the propaganda, the secrecy, the censorship what silicon valley's algorithms are doing, uh, artificial intelligence, there's a war on honest journalism and i remind you the restrict act which they try to convince you which is a big lie, oh this is to get rid of tiktok, you know, that evil chinese, you know, app on your phone that spies on you. tiktok is never mentioned in that bill. But it would give unprecedented power to our federal government to censor and stifle and destroy free speech. Say something they don't, they don't like, you could go to prison for 20 years. Go to the wrong kind of, run the wrong kind of website, we'll come after you. And you have Republicans wanting to support this like Mitt Romney? Disgusting, evil Just vomitous people, unfit to serve in our government. Anybody supporting this restrict bill should be voted out of office, primaried, and exposed for the fakes, phonies, and frauds they are. And that includes a lot of Republicans, 13 of them to be exact. I'll mention their names before the end of the week again. I've got the list. But they include, you know, the usual cast of phonies, frauds, and liars, including Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, and a bunch of others, Lindsey Graham. They know how to talk a good game, and they they did, they did give you the, the mushroom treatment until they get reelected, then they stab you in the back and laugh at you. We are being lied to about so many things, and so many people have been indoctrinated and beaten up so hard and so long it's like asking a toddler to give up the baby blanket, to give up a face mask, because coronavirus is still out there, and a face mask works when we know that it doesn't. On and on it goes. doesn't make any difference. And how so many of these politicians, government officials, can stand before the American people, before a press conference, before, under oath no less, a panel and lie because they know that nobody's going to ever touch them. The worst that could ever happen to them, like orcus, Biden gets voted out of office in 2024, and he retires with a huge government pension in 2025, and laughs all the way to the bank because nobody will ever come back to touch him. The 51 intelligence officers, you know, our Secretary of State lied, He knew the score on the Hunter Biden laptop. So did Joe Biden, who's lied to the American people. His press secretary lies with impunity every day. And they convinced these intelligence people to join them in the lie and call the Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation. All 51 that signed that letter should lose their pensions. Just live on social security because you pay a price for that kind of a lie we live in a time where lying is acceptable where doing very evil things is now normal good is now evil and evil is now good And government wants to hide the evil they're doing. I've said this before. There are very few things that Jesse Jackson ever said that I agree with, but he did make a statement many years ago. A half-truth is still a whole lie. And he's right. I give him credit. That is correct. And what comes out of the White House are either half-truths or total lies. I've never seen anything truthful come out of that White House yet. And never will. They have their friends in the mainstream media, corporations that have gone woke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think of that poor gal who's on leave of absence, you know, from Anheuser Busch for destroying Bud Light. As they say, go woke, go broke. And they can't see. Because they are believing their own propaganda. That the world is all trans. The world is all this. The world is all for Pride Month. I dread the month of June. And having rainbow stuff all over my feeds. From every company that is pandering to reprobates. And sin that that, that God abhors. They will face a judgment someday. As I've mentioned, the church project, a lot going on tomorrow. Um, Not sure how we're gonna get the Thursday program done, but hopefully we will. Just a lot going on, a lot of work to be done. Pray for us, consider supporting this radio ministry, we need it. I really wanna see it on more stations. You can help us by going to our website which is truth2ponder.com. You can use Give, and Go, a Christian crowd uh, source funding organization. You can also support us by making a check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio at Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee. C-H-I-L-O. H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. Once again, that mailing address, make the check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. At zip code again 24319, and we'll see you back again tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two,
5: and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.